You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rakari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com tickets to book now. your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced, it's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com. You thought Paul was recording and you tried because we were talking about my prostate before we started. Yeah, I thought it would have been a good intro. Now you've just forced it into the conversation, so now it's weird. Talking about the iron constitution of my prostate. <sighs> Welcome to episode 82, to to a celebration of Kevin's prostate. I'm Tim, also known as Darkness429. Prostate celebration. A prostate celebration. Uh, also known as Darkness429, uh, Facebook gaming streamer, <laughs> entrepreneur, Star Wars fan, and aficionado. Uh, joined, uh, you know, alongside me, as always, Kevin, a.k.a. When Kevin. Did you, when did you add all those titles? K Magic 101, aka CEO of Rare Drop, aka executive producer of GCX. You're like a man at like a, a medieval banquet. Like <laughs> the honorable darkest honorable Kevin, the Duke of Wetherton, and the honorable Yeah. I would be a, could you imagine having to introduce someone with like that long title every time? We should do that at a dinner one night. That would be so obnoxious. Tim there's Havelock, a, uh, known as Streamer Darkness 429. There actually is a there is a restaurant in Stockholm, Sweden that is a Viking theme restaurant. And so anytime anyone comes, they at the, the the hostess will ask you, Where are you from? What is your name? And so they will present you as Lord so and so from the state or the country or wherever. And everyone's like, Ha they're all they all celebrate and drink meat. It's a great experience. They do that at Liberty Tavern too at Disney. <sighs> They'd be like the Havelock family from the Commonwealth of Florida. Mm-mm. It's cooler when it's in Sweden, though. Well, yeah, because they have an accent and it's like Vikings and mead and all that stuff. So, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely cooler. Anyways, welcome to the uh, to the episode about my prostate. It's not Man, actually that was about such my a cluster f- of an open. Sometimes we got to do that and keep them, make sure they're listening and you know paying attention. It's <laughs> eighty-two not just episodes, and this is where we're at, guys. 
regular ass podcast. But uh, <laughs> welcome to Star Wars the Scotch. Before we get started, obviously, as always, I am drinking delicious Kings. Nope, that way, Kings Coast coffee this morning, and uh, it is it is delicious. I actually don't know what my wife made this morning because she ground something new, and there was four bags in there. So, wow. I unlike Wayne and Pete cannot tell by taste, but it's good. I am drinking a um, another Roaster's Choice. This one had notes of uh, one of the notes was syrupy, and that one caught my attention. I, I I can understand where Wayne was coming from when he's when he got that note, but it was just like it was a fun descriptor, just syrupy. I was like, I've got to figure out what syrupy really tastes like. So here we are. Love a good syrupy note. Love syrupy notes in my coffee. So, but you can go to over to uh, KingsCoastCoffee.com. Um, first cold brew, cold brew drop sold out very quickly. So keep your eyes peeled. Make sure you sign up for the mailing list. Uh, for the next one, uh, Bali High just went as well. Really cool. Just saying. So yeah, the next, cold- <laughs> the next one, in case you were wondering, it's going to be really cool. There's actually uh, two coming soon, Tim, because there's yeah, the other but one, the one, the, other the one that I'm talking one before about the other one. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink chat. Well, uh, yeah, so cold brew is uh, coming, kingscoastcoffee.com, and make sure you go over to gcxevent.com and grab your tickets. Star Wars panel hasn't been announced officially, even though Tim and I have talked about it here. It's me and Tim, Mark Thompson, Sawyerism, uh, who's been on the show a few times from TikTok, and Alex and Molly from Star Wars Explained, who have also been on the show. Yep. We are also going to be on Star Wars Explained in right before GCX. I don't know what day, so we'll get more info on that. I believe it's the Wednesday before. Something like that. Um, I know. I, I I'm assuming it's live on YouTube. I don't know. Sense? I don't know. Let, we'll figure it out. I was talking to Molly yesterday, so I'll ask her. Um, but uh, yeah. So GCXEvent.com. Come hang out for the Star Wars panel. If you can't, you'll still be able to catch it at home. Don't worry. Uh, we will be streaming everything just like we always do. Uh, but yeah, we would love to have you in person, hanging out. Um, a lot of the broadcasters that'll be there are being announced. Some of the partners floor plan will be out in the next few weeks. So you can see all the vendors. We actually ironically have more vendors than we've ever had. <laughs> it's a good problem to have. Yeah. It's uh it's for, in, in, in head count. Uh, we have more vendors than we have ever had. So that's exciting. Um, and there's more every day, but Randy's cutting me off next week from uh, adding more to the floor. Good. So GCX event.com slash tickets. We are 15 days away from Obi-Wan. Kevin, you were talking about GCX and just went said 15 days. And I'm like, till what? There's no way. No, we're exactly a month away from yeah, GCX. Yeah, we're a month out. Oh, Literally geez. one month. 15 so. days. Yeah, 15 days. We're two weeks out from Obi-Wan. We actually had an a internal meeting last night about Celebration and Obi-Wan and everything we need to do for Star Wars and Scottish. That's how seriously we take this. Yeah, no, wow. this one's going to be really good. I mean, like, our I was talking to Amy about this the other day. I was like, our for some reason, our... Uh, our coverage of the 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 shows on Disney Plus just people love to hear our reactions and they just it it always does really really well for us. Uh, yeah, it's, we, it's we, pretty we did wild. some we did some some uh, behind the scenes uh, filming uh, behind closed doors filming for some stuff as well for for this. Like we are we're going just like balls to the wall. We're just punching it, Chewy. Do I? I didn't know if I need to make like a. I was hoping I play, you, oh. I've been um. I've been playing Lego Star Wars with Hunter, by the way. It's good, right? Yeah, we're in. Uh, we're we're just got to the asteroid field in um, Empire, um, but we're having fun. It's really cute. And I loved the uh, the uh, ATAT walkers um, acting like dogs at the one point where he like steps on the <laughs> speeder and then looks at us. 
It's really good. It's very, yeah, very it's, fun. It's been fun, and he's like into it now. He keeps asking me to play, so I'm uh, I'm excited. But um, yeah, that game's been fun. But let's talk about the Obi Wan trailer. Uh, last week we didn't do an episode because I got sick. I got like a 24 hour bug, um, and I just I was literally trying to power through it to do the episode, and I ended up laying down in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> on the oh. couch for an hour like doubled over so i went home um so we had to reschedule uh with dark chaco but um yeah even if we recorded the episode literally probably as tim and i were saying may the force be with you the obi-wan trailer would have dropped hey guys love to hear your take on this in today's episode <laughs> so like, well, you have to wait till next week so here we are it almost it was almost fitting that we didn't put out an episode because we were able to uh um uh, wait till this week anyway and do it. But the trailer dropped May the 4th, which honestly was the only thing that dropped on May the 4th this year. Did you notice that? Yeah. Oh, no, that's they not didn't. true. The um, the, the the Boba Fett, um, the behind the scenes also dropped. I need to watch oh, the that. gallery. I, I'm going to watch the gallery. I haven't again. watched it yet. I need to watch it. Um, I love those. I just love seeing all of just the little nuances that just go on. I always get inspired after the gallery stuff to like really push to bring to life some of the stuff that we've storyboarded and screwed with and you know want to do on our own um it's just you know gcx season makes it difficult to be creative so uh hopefully it's, next year it's also really uh, cool when you have mickey mouse money yeah it you helps know? you oh, know like you really helps. get to do some cool stuff when you've got mickey mouse money I mean, we'll, we'll talk about Doctor Strange uh, a little bit later, but seeing Doctor Strange too, it really makes you realize the investment they made into things like Star Wars and Marvel and what they're getting out of it. Um, oh, sure. You know, the fact that Marvel Studios sits on its own as its own studio, and they have Lucas, which sits on its own as its own production company. Uh, well, I, I, they work with ILM too, but um, it's pretty amazing. Um, you know, Marvel to me is... Probably one of the greatest stories ever told across so many different movies and mediums. And then Star Wars, obviously, through so many different pieces of media, you know, piecing a story together, almost, you know, like a puzzle as we go along. But, um, yeah, this this trailer dropped on May the 4th, at literally like 9 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah um, there's no way that so would have would have been <laughs> wrapping up. Yeah. Uh, nothing too groundbreaking. Uh, some of the scenes we've seen already, characters we've seen already. Um, I would say that the line from Uncle Owen uh, that became a meme this week of uh, just like his father <laughs> was pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah, I just I think you're right. This trailer didn't didn't like do anything crazy. I think all it did is it set the gravitas of of how important this this show is going to be with telling with continuing that that story arc of Anakin Skywalker and telling it through the Obi-Wan lens. Because that that last part when Anakin's getting all suited up and that's the scene that he talked about when he was like, holy shit, that's Darth Vader. Yeah. That's the scene where Vader's behind him and he has to turn around. And so I'm thinking, so that right there, he gets captured by the Inquisitors at some point. They know not to kill him. They bring him to Darth Vader. So that so will probably... He's in go that ahead. prison that we go to in Jedi Fallen I th I think so. I think they take him to the Inquisitorial base before it's destroyed, you know, because we've seen that in Fallen Order, but Cal Kestis destroys that five years. Hold on. Sorry. Oh, that's five years before. So that's a new base that they rebuilt. Sorry. Because Cal Kestis takes place five years after episode three. Yeah, and I mean, Obi the base was takes place five years after The base wasn't Fallen destroyed. Order. That's 
easily. It was explained. like yeah, it was like partially destroyed, and then they rebuilt. Um, it's uh, Fortress Inquisitorius is what it's yeah, called. Yeah, and in what planet is it on? I always forget. Um, I mean, they say it in the game. Why doesn't it say it here? Uh, Wikipedia doesn't say it. I'm not. I'm skipping around. Fortress. I'm waiting for production to just be like, it's this. Oh, he, he's going to beat me to it. Watch. Fortress Inquisitorius was a heavily armed uh, underwater stronghold located on the moon Nur. 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 Take him to the planet Nur. You know, it's that, just like... You it just sound like... like uh, what's his name from uh, from Buzz Lightyear? Um, uh, Evil Emperor Zerg. When you Evil Emperor Zerg. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> I want uh, segueing because um, we saw the trailer for yeah, Lightweight. Yeah, the trailer Lightyear. was really good. I'm really excited <laughs> to see that movie. Do you think they're going to go with the plot point that Light that Buzz is Emperor Zurich's son still? <laughs> oh my god, I forgot that was a that was a plot point in Toy Story. I think oh. it was Toy Story two or three. I can't remember. Uh, which yeah, one. it's one of them. But yeah, he because yeah, you find out it's his because they they play off of uh, Star Wars. Yes, completely. Buzz, That's why I'm I curious. am your father. No. Yeah, that's why I'm curious. Yeah, that's really good. Well, so speaking of more crossovers as well, uh, we saw Doctor Strange, and no spoilers here at all. We're not going to spoil Doctor Strange, so you don't have to worry about it. But there is a uh, there is a sequence that potentially links Star Wars to Marvel. I think it's here, I, a, can, I think it's I a can lot do this crap. without spoilers. It's yeah. the multiverse of madness. Okay, without spoiling anything. You'll be shocked to know that there is a scene where they go through the multiverse very quickly. Yeah, almost like they were going mad. You know, the yes. multiverse of madness. So they show shots of various universes as they're going through it. There you go. I don't think I ruined anything by no, saying that. No, that's in that. every single trailer. And if you've been trying to avoid the trailers... You... It's in the title of the movie. Yeah, what are you doing here? Anyway, there is a, there is a scene... Where they go to a uh, looks like a lava planet, literally looks just like Mustafar to the point where Tim leaned over and said, "Kevin, it's Mustafar in the movie theater." I jokingly said it's Mustafar, not thinking it was actually Mustafar. And here we are. And here we are talking about the very scene where I leaned over and said, "Kevin, it's Mustafar." So the topic today is: Does Star Wars exist in the Marvel multiverse? I mean, okay, all right. So here, here is why I want to say no because I think that's a load of bullshit. That the the Marvel universe and Star Wars, I don't think there's any any realm in which they could coexist. Now, if we look at it Marvel from the great, Star hold Wars on, comics. wait, hold on, shut up, Kevin. Let me say it. As far as the Disney multi uh, uh, metaverse, the entire thing they're trying to build, where you, the viewer, you, the the consumer, you, the customer, are able to transcend different IPs within the Disney universe is why this is possible and why Kevin's saying that Marvel makes the, the Star Wars comic books. It's it's because they want to be able for you to go back and forth with your character to go see Captain America and then go to Mustafar and see Anakin. And so for all of that to exist, it all has to exist together. It all has to make sense because Disney's really good at telling stories. And so for, for a metaverse to exist in this in this new future that we are going to find ourselves in very very soon and very very quickly where where you already see it right now this AR this augmented reality of you being able to go to Disneyland 
and you can go to you can go to uh, Avengers headquarters and you can buy this stupid little micro transaction spider web thing that now has a Doctor Strange add-on that you can take on the Spider-Man ride and now you can use Doctor Strange magic powers in the Spider-Man AR VR shooter thing like that's the beginning of this like what's not to say that you you'll be able to take a lightsaber you know into a, another ride and it can go into a Marvel ride and it all crosses over Can I be over. super nerdy for one second sure, before you go finish? for it when you talk about the Doctor Strange thing in the Spider-Man ride the thing that bothers me is that you're just going to ha probably have to hit a button or go like this instead of having to be like Oh yeah, no, I've watched the video. You literally just it's because all the blaster is is that they're just shooting webs. So when they're doing it, they're just putting their hand up and just going Yeah, so I'm going to put I'm going to put a uh, gatekeeping nerd hat on right now and be like that's, that just goes against the entire lore sequence. Uh, of the ability to cast they don't care they got Dr. you to buy a $30 web blaster with a $20 add-on they don't care if it's lore appropriate Tim I'm just saying from the lore appropriate standpoint it just is not jive you know what's well. funny is that guy right there is gonna buy it he's gonna be pissed well, off about to, it and he's still gonna buy it <laughs> I have to experiment with it to make sure that I hate it that's the whole point is that <laughs> even though it is fun to sit and to ride and cast things I need to make sure that I completely hate it, and I need to make sure that my blog reflects it, my website, of course my Twitter, blog. my TikTok, <laughs> my Instagram, that everyone knows that I hate it. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, that was my point. Continue on your uh, Star Wars No, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. I think I think why they're making it cross the so, multiverse is I haven't is watched What If yet, but apparently what, Mustafar is also in What If. I didn't catch that, but that doesn't surprise me. It's uh, in the... Um, uh, Infinity Ultron fighting Jeffrey Wright's Watcher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So apparently that's Mustafar that they're on. Interesting. Well, I mean, so here we go. I mean, like, that—that that is it. It is, they are making the multiverse transcend a bunch of different IPs so that it works, so that it all makes sense, so that when we are in the metaverse wearing our VR, AR goggles, we are able to just Do you remember Disney's preface to all of this? Do you remember what it was for Wii? I think it was Wii U. Disney Infinity. Oh, that's right. Shit, I forgot about Disney so Infinity. That oldest, was another one. That was another crossover. My oldest daughter had Disney Infinity, and basically, if you don't remember what it was, it was, it was Wii U. It came with this pad that had three shapes on it, and you would plug it into the USB port on the as a controller, and then you would have to buy the figures that fit the certain shapes, and then you could play as them in the in the Disney multiverse, essentially. Yep. So you could take Jack Sparrow into Incredibles. You could take, you know, Mike Wazowski into Toy Story and, you know, it mixed everything up and you could do all this crazy stuff. That's the precursor. That was the precursor to all of this. Yep. They never had the support they needed for it. So they did shut it down and they just like left a playground. You could play on Wii. And offline. now you have Fortnite because Fortnite does the exact same damn thing and it doesn't cost Disney anything. The problem with Disney the makes Wii money. Right, exactly. The problem with the Wii U, like the the Skylanders and the Disney and like all those things, is that it's just an RFID chip that's that's on yep. there. Like, so they have to spend money doing the plastic and the RFID chip. I bet you people found hacks to get around that, so they were losing money on all these DLCs that they were creating with their developers because no one was going out and buying these actual right. physical DLCs. You had to go and place on these on. But Fortnite releases a skin pack 
for all their Star Wars guys, I bought every single one. They do Marvel heroes. I buy those. And now I can take my favorite heroes from my favorite movies and shows and play with them in Fortnite. Fortnite is, is going to be one of those gateways into that Disney metaverse. And that's it. That this is this is how we do it. And I, you know, I've fought microtransactions for most of my streaming career. Sure. Like I was completely against it. It's getting to the point where it's, you just can't avoid it. It's inevitable. To the point where, you know, I'm, I'm a sucker for skins and games I like. I really am. Like Star Wars The Old Republic, I've spent cartel coins on skins just because I want to look a certain way. And I know that goes, that's like the antithesis of the MMO player, but gaming has changed. Like that's just what it is. So correlating what tim just said with disney making money you know my latest one was they released the collector's edition information for gotham knights yesterday Mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna buy it because it has a statue of all four of them on it (laughs) and then they're like yeah it also includes these skin colors and batman beyond skins for every character like it's like the tiktok oh fuck you know like they have me so as much as we make fun of the people with the ride, Disney's making a killing off of it, and mm-hmm. the add-ons are completely intelligent. And you're right. It's going to segue to a point where you're going to be able to build your lightsaber and take it in. They already have it with the droids. When you go to Disney and you build a droid, you can take the droid around with you, and the droid will react to things in Batu. Yep. When the first order's around, your droid gets scared, and you can, if it's on, you'll hear it in your bag go, like, it makes noise like it's a scared. When Ray is around, it gets excited. So they're already doing it. They're just mm-hmm. testing it before they take it to the point that Tim was talking about. Yep. Um, back to the multiverse, though. I think it's possible for it to exist there. I really do. I, I don't I don't see a reason why you couldn't have a, a crossover. If anything, Tim, there's a world where like visions could be part of the marvel multiverse sure. Does that make i'm sense? just telling you if we're if we're watching a night like a, a, a old republic movie and strange or captain america or thor or any of them show up i'm gonna be so pissed i don't think they would do that i think they'll keep it separate i yeah, think it's more it's just, for like mobile games yeah and- it's it's to build it is just storytelling building it's to build that continuity of belief of of instead of like when you play a game and and you get a skin pack right let's say your 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 favorite game uh, I'm going to use Rainbow Six Siege, for example, and they go and they do some crazy skin pack and you love this game. And then they they partner with this crazy company and they have all of these skins that just don't make sense. You're just like, why the hell are these things in my game? Disney, on the other hand, is or is building this foundation. So it's not this like jarring experience. It doesn't just like rip you out of the universe. You're just like, this doesn't make sense to me. It's they're slowly just giving you this little bit, little trickles, little sprinkles. And it, and it builds that that confidence of like, oh, this makes sense to me. Visions, what if um, even the multiverse of madness in in Loki are all building on these these ideas of you can have multiple universes. No one's no one has a really good understanding of multiverse and how those things work. And, D, and DC tried to do it. Um, a couple other properties have tried to do it and no one's really been able to really grasp the idea. So I think Disney is doing it really well with Marvel and how they just slowly introduce these little ideas that build these massive, massive pictures when they're all, when they're all painted out. Disney just released the Mirrorverse mobile game. Did you see the trailer for that? No. So it's essentially what you're describing where, you know, it's got like Sully in like bionic armor and bell has this like mages staff. And yeah, that's um, sick. 
Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I, I haven't downloaded it yet. I actually meant to. Like Mulan, there's a just scene where Mulan has like these powers where she's like has these spinning spinning. Swords oh yeah, I'm looking at it right now. This is cool. Um, you know, but they they specifically say Pixar and Disney. They don't say Marvel and and um, Star Wars. So I'm assuming, but it's you know, in the mirror. Like, this works. So we'll start dropping packs. You know, for you yeah. to do it. But again, it's the same thing. Like they they also haven't mixed into other Disney games like this, like the hero. Um, uh, games where you build up the heroes and you know level them up and give them armor and stuff. They haven't done that with with Star Wars. They haven't mixed Star Wars and Marvel. Like Marvel has their own, Star Wars has their own, and then Disney as an IP with Pixar has their own. Um, so it'd be interesting to see as they start to mix things more. Um, on that level, and again, like you said, I don't think Doctor Strange is gonna like <laughs> come out of a portal when <laughs> we meet um, Revan for the first time in, in live action. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Um, <laughs> Wrong movie. Uh, but Easter eggs are always fun. And then, you know, as we gaming and, you know, like like you said, Fortnite did it. So that yep. means somebody else is going to do it in the future, too. And, and, and want Fortnite, all these is, Fortnite is lore. It's Marvel lore. Um, and, the, and the way they, they do that is by showing Thor playing Fortnite in uh, uh, the last one. They, they killed the last end game. So... Fat Thor playing Fortnite was yeah, it was uh, great. But I mean, like, so that's how you tie it all together, and then and then, but then you go down the rabbit hole of like, okay, so if Fortnite is off, is lore to to Marvel, and if DC skins are in Fortnite, that means the Marvel DC multiverse is one hundred percent a real thing. So the the idea I of still, a crossover could totally happen. I still maintain that Disney will buy DC before twenty twenty seven. I said within five years. Before 2027, Disney will buy DC. Watch. I mean, it was is in financial trouble right now. They can't get their movies off the ground. The Batman did very well. Yeah, and they're going to build a universe around Batman. But you don't think they want to get capitalize on on the rest of the roster? Yeah, you know, you have a new Superman coming. Henry Cavill's like, oh, I want to play Superman again. They can't Mm -hmm. get their shit together. Yep. You know, you just squandered away Jason Momoa as Aquaman, which is one of the worst moves I've ever seen because you finally managed to make Aquaman cool and you screwed it up. Yeah. So uh, Disney, I guarantee you Disney will buy DC before 2027. Somebody needs Watch. to. Warner Brothers screwing themselves. Oh, yeah. Rough. No. Dis- Disney will buy it and then <laughs> they're going to have to have some similar deal like they have with Marvel and Universal with all of the Six Flags parks because the Six Flags parks <sighs> all have DC uh-huh. characters. Yeah. But man... Mess. Can you what imagine mess, going out to Avengers Campus next to uh, the Hall of Justice? That would be so cool. <laughs> yeah, like some superhero island or something where, you know, it's like, it'd just be, it'd just be wild. But yeah. then, you know, after the multiverse, when you're done with Marvel, the next thing you do is you take the multiverse to blend them together. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, exactly. Batman showing up arm in arm with um, Captain America to fight dark side or something who met Thanos and they're like, let's destroy the world together. You know, whatever. So yeah. anyway, just, just wait for it. Um, yeah. So is it likely that there is a multiverse with all of the minute? Sure. Like you said, Fortnite exists, but mm-hmm. I don't think we'll ever see anything movie or TV wise. It's like, but I, I could see more what if stuff that could yeah, cross over. Sure. Yeah. It, well, cause that's their playground. That's what allows them to, to build out these certain fantasies and see if it works. Yeah, I mean that's uh, what Visions was too. And Visions season two is coming. I think it's the end of this year or next, early next year. It's awesome. I hope we get another like Ninth Jedi. Is oh, oh, so good. 
Yeah, Paul brought up the crossover comics. There was a few series of crossover comics. I forget who did them. Um, there was a company that did them back in the day in the 90s. Uh, I had a few issues. There was one where the multiverse merged. Did you ever read that one, Tim? No, but the, the only the only crossover for Marvel DC that I was ever introduced to was the Sega game, the Sega fighter game. It was the Marvel was DC fighter game. Um, and so that's how I actually learned about a lot of the those characters was by playing that video game. And now it's all like the DC characters show up in Mortal Kombat because of Injustice and vice mm-hmm. versa. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Amalgam Comics. Thank you. That was who made them. I had three issues and uh, one of the graphic novels from Amalgam. If you can get your hands on them, Tim, it's actually a really good read because like so the mul- what happens is something happens to the multiverse and they actually like smash into each other. Okay. So like Wolverine and Batman is one person. Oh, I've seen I have seen pictures of this. And Superman and Captain America yes. is one person. And the Joker, I forget who the Joker, I think it might have been the Joker and um uh Sabretooth or something is one person. Oh gross. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty pretty cool stuff. Um and the just the images are well drawn and, and fun. It was the nineties at some point that it came out. Nineties yeah, comics were like on a whole different level. Oh my god, they were the best. What's funniest too is like that was the beginning of them starting to lose money as well. Yeah. You know, that's when because uh, Marvel's been making Star Wars comics since what the eighties. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, they've they've had a long, long, long deal with with Marvel, which is why it was kind of a marriage, you know, made in heaven sure. that way. I also think that's part of the reason Bob Iger wanted to bring everyone together was because Marvel and Star Wars had already worked together. Yeah, that makes sense. So keeping them under the same roof, um, you know, well. New CEO's got some other things to deal with aside from mergers and acquisitions. So, uh. oh my god! <laughs> well, you know the one thing that he can't mess up is hopefully Ahsoka, which started you know. filming on Monday. That's it's exciting. exciting. Dave's Dave's hat sitting on the director's chair, and we I mean they've done a really good job of of keeping this shrouded in mystery for the most part. Like we know Dude. a couple, we know a couple people that have been casted, but that's it. I like get off on the people that are angry about Rosario Dawson as as so. Why? Show me someone else that can play that role. Oh, I love it. I just read the comments and I'm like, you will never be happy. Just stop. <laughs> I don't get <laughs> it. I think she plays. I think she plays Ahsoka very well. I mean, they're like, like it's, oh, the the voice Ashley Eckstein has a completely different voice because okay. she's an adult now. You dumbass. It's like okay, whatever. <sighs> That's so okay. So she's a teenager in Clone Wars. And she's a little bit older in Rebels. At this point, she's a lot older. Like 20 years older, your voice gets deeper. I mean, we had a whole different Han Solo. Somebody's got to take over for Darth Vader when James Earl Jones decides to leave us. I hope he never does, but he will. I mean, he's um, going to go to a galaxy far, far away, and that's okay. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's just... If you want things to keep progressing, then we need to move forward. But I have a feeling people don't want things to keep progressing. You know what's cool, though, about some of these roles is that they could just forever just digitize them. Um, We are seeing it very, like, we are seeing now. Yeah, I mean, like, we've seen it with Tarkin. We've seen it with Leia. We see a lot now on TikTok on how easy it is for people to deep fake and get voice to sound very damn close to the actual person. Um, You know, so the idea of actually losing these these people... Um, you know, and being able to keep them alive um, as these roles is very interesting. It's it's a it's a weird thought to think that we can immortalize, really, truly immortalize people um, digitally now. What's crazy is eventually you'll be able to make a whole movie like that. Like you won't need. Dude, I look at Unreal Five. People are making video games by themselves. And these That's beautiful, subway. 
and they don't they don't need nuts. like a, a hundred person team for level design it's just one person with a paintbrush it's nuts yeah, i mean that's we've looked into that for a while to to produce short form and see what we can do uh with that so if we can you know how many other people can mm-hmm. um it's production is changing drastically covid forced a lot of it along so from you know being able to make movies and shorts and tv shows with smaller studios being able to film on location off location yep. using things like the volume like production has completely uh you know tim and i were watching multiverse of madness and i was like oh tim that they did that on the volume like you could see if you have the eye for it you've been in front of it and you've paid attention to other shows that use it you really can imagine. tell the difference <laughs> But not to the point where you're like ruining your immersion or anything. You can just be like, oh, that's a volume shot. Yeah, but like, but that's the thing, though, is like, you know what you're looking at. So it kind of does take away from the mystery just a little bit because you're looking for the imperfections in the scene. You're looking for the seam or like, you know, how did they hide it with this at real? Is it, What's the real uh, object that they're using to hide the the fake? Um, yeah. So it's like it's actually it's a cool it's a cool lens to look at movies through once you've seen how they've like really you've actually physically seen the technology that they they go to to use to make these yeah it's pretty it's pretty incredible um and and the whole thing's changing so it's exciting to see the shift uh to that uh, as as we uh move forward but we were Um, talking about real quick kevin we were talking about immortalizing people and people leaving but ian mcdermott is not gone yeah (laughs) he's not gone kevin thought kevin had a quick oh my god moment because he was on twitter and someone just said it was like one of those like Ian McDermott is still oh fine God. or he's still alive or he's good or whatever. And Kevin thought that he died. <laughs> I was like, no, not our emperor. Um, <laughs> he is apparently, this is a quote from him. There's a certain show. I There's a certain show coming soon. Said right around the time that. I may have considered to be very active. Whether or not you see my physical. Bo- uh, anyway, <laughs> I can only hold that up for so long. Play it again. Uh, I cannot comment on, but you will certainly feel my presence. That screams Obi Wan to me. Yeah. So I. So this makes sense. People are saying um, or and or. I'm like. So that he can be in both. Um. So in Kenobi, in Kenobi makes sense. Oh, well, cause so the idea of them going to a shot of the Emperor to set the to set the tone for a certain scene would make sense to me. So in Andor, Andor is going to be about like. Is he's gonna be the 007 or the 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 MI6? He's gonna be that like that secret agent, uh, Andor's FBI kind of guy. You know, Andor's gonna be ISB, the Moths, you know, all of that stuff. So Moff Gideon could be an Andor. Like, there's more, right. way more chance to see people like that. The Emperor's always used in reference to Force users and and the the Force. It also, in, I just think, I think it also, he's going to be used as a, just like, this is what's going on. People, he's one of those characters that is so shrouded in mystery and there's just not, he doesn't have a lot of screen time. So for them to give him more of like a, what was the emperor doing when the Senate was dissolved? Like, what was the leadership looking like? Like, I would love to see what that, like, I would love to see a scene of Coruscant with, with Palpatine in his throne room doing whatever. Like, I would love to see like that. Obi-Wan makes a lot of sense. Him communicating with Vader or having a scene where Vader's meditating with the Emperor or or even if the Emperor just whispers, like, it's going to be, like, you know, just, like, his voice. Something like that. If he's just telecommunicating with him via the Force, makes perfect sense. I I think him getting some screen time on Andor would be super cool, though. I want... I just don't think it makes sense. I want... Obi-Wan to show us how annoyed 
Anakin is with the Emperor at this point. Um, yeah. So I mean, we already know based off of the Vader comics, uh, right? That that's what I want so them to tap into. It's not that he's annoyed; he's really, really pissed off because the Emperor, the Emperor wanted to use Padme as a weapon. And you learn this in the Vader comics. So he ends up weaponizing Padme to uh, target Anakin's weakness, which was his passion, his love. And so he starts going on this, this, this terrible path. He gets to when he turns into Vader. Everything's good. The Emperor's happy. What happens next is what goes on in the Vader comics where, where Anakin, you also see it in uh, Vader Immortal, the VR game. It's this Vader is on this now path to resurrect Padme, to bring things back to the way that he wants them to be. The Emperor, when Vader comes back from finding uh, Padme's tomb and figuring out people who were involved and all those things, when he was done going on his on his grand um, adventure to kill everybody, he comes back to the, the to the Emperor, and the Emperor says, "You have become weak." Your um your your uh your passion has made you soft, and now we have to start again. So he just like he force lightnings him in the throne room. His imperial guards come in and they start uh, electrocuting him with their staffs. After that, Vader gets knocked out. He takes him to Mustafar. He throws him in the fire. Literally, just throws him in the lava. Vader's burning. He cuts off his arms and his limbs. Literally leaves him the way that he found him when Obi-Wan and Anakin fought. And so like that, this entire, like this turmoil that Vader's going through is so intense, Kevin. It was like almost unsettling in the Vader comics. And like, if they, if they bring just a little bit of that to the screen, Oh my God. Yeah. That that's what I want is if there, if, if Lucas's goal is to make Vader into this, you know, I don't want to say anti-hero because I don't want to go that. But, this but he is an anti-hero. Just, justifiable anger, even though he's done some terrible and horrible things. Uh, I'll, I'll go that far. I don't. I'm not going to use the word hero in reference to Vader. He's done too much. I I think okay, here. but I think with an anti-hero, they always end up being a little more chaotic, neutral, or a little more like bad. Hulk like, is an anti-hero to me. No, I don't think so. Carnage, Venom. Venom is an anti-hero. Venom like, is actually an anti-hero. Is, Venom is an anti-hero. That's why I think like Vader, Vader, yes. He oh like he yes, he's done bad things, but it's always been at, like in the Vader comics too, like him going through this like entire idea of like having a kid and and letting him down and letting himself down and letting Padme down, like all these things, like he feels real emotion and he's 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 upset and he's angry and he's confused. And he's still trying to do the right thing. This entire, this in, what he thinks is right. This entire conquest of like trying to kill the emperor and like fix things. Like he is trying to fix things. He's trying to do things. That he's trying to do what he feels like is the right way. And so like, that's why I feel like they're doing a really good job of setting him up to be a, uh, an anti-hero. They even said, they've even said in the comics, they're trying to position him as an anti-hero. They want that, that new Vader to not just be like the slave to the emperor, this this his his guard dog. They want Vader to have a real character to him. It's it's more so than just this Frankenstein's monster that you get on screen. I just I wonder about the word antihero because like the Joker movie tried to make Joker an antihero. I was like, no, you can't. That that nope. 
and then Peacemaker shows trying to make Peacemaker an anti-hero, and you're like, mm -hmm. I think if you continuously look at Vader as a bad guy, you miss a lot of what is trying to be told in this story. Because Vader isn't the bad guy. The Emperor is the bad guy. He is tormented 100%. He is continuously tormented, not just is by Baron, the Emperor, but by the Baron loss Zemo of his loved one. An, is Baron Zemo an anti-hero? Uh, mm. Is Hondo Onaka an anti-hero? Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. Yes, 100%. Darth, can Darth Maul be considered an anti-hero? No, mm -hmm. I would say he is a bad guy. 100%. Well, no, he is 100% a bad guy. He is... Kevin, he took over he's a planet. complex. He took over a planet. He did, but he's also complex. And what was his end goal? It's exactly to what he says. To kill Obi-Wan. But he says to Obi-Wan, right when he dies, there was something more important than that. Is he the chosen one? Yeah, that was it. That's he all he is. wanted to know. He wanted to go to his grave knowing that the emperor was going to fall. Well, because, well, the, okay, so, but why did he want the emperor to fall? Because the emperor had wronged him. Exactly. The emperor wronged him. Just like Vader got wrong. But I think, I think the way that Vader goes about, because he has a redemption at the end, Maul doesn't have a redemption. There's no redemption story for, for Maul. It's not like he, he like has that, like, that moment of just like of fixing things like Anakin gets to fix it. And so that's why I think even like he ends up as a force ghost and because he ends up on the good at the end, that's why I think he's still an anti-hero because yeah, he's still like at the end of the day, he's still a good guy. Punisher is an anti-hero to me. 100% Punisher kills a lot of people, but he has, he has a, he has a code. selfish, but good reason to kill. He has people. a code. And if you, I mean, I honestly feel like, Vader has a code too. I think Vader has a certain set of rules that he will not push. And I've recognized that in the comics because there's certain people he just won't kill. He doesn't, like he doesn't, he kills people to get to what he wants. But if he doesn't have to kill them, he doesn't do it. Like the whole youngling slaughter scene, I think they're trying to get away from that Anakin. I know, I think they know how much of like a meme that has become. And like he in the comics, he doesn't just go through and kill everybody. There are scenes where he goes and kills a bunch of people. But like when he was at Padme's tomb and he was like working alongside people that should have been his enemy, like he he could have killed them, but he wanted to get things out of them. So he spared them and continued on. That's why like I, there's a lot of there's a lot of torment. There's a lot of uh, indecision there. Yeah, I think I think antihero would be a great debate. Slash discussion. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, Pete I'd ask. love to know. What are, what are what are your impressions? Because I feel like it's a really great ambiguous term to break down characters and have you know full on discussion. I've always, I think I've talked about it on this show. I might have talked about it old fashioned, but one of my favorite uh, when the Dark Knight series was coming out, History Channel sat down a bunch of psychologists and had them analyze Batman and all of his villains as if they were real people. Oh, um, that's and really you could good. Tell, you could tell some of them were like, this is the moment they had trained and studied for their yeah, entire that's career. Awesome. Was for someone to ask them this question. Um, so they go through all the villains, you know, they make all the correlations to Riddler and the Zodiac Killer. And then they get the Joker and they talk about how it's yin to yang, heads and tails, you know, the opposite reaction to reaction, um, action to reaction, I should say. And, um, you know, I would love to dive deeper into this discussion, not today, Yeah. Uh, of of Vader as an anti-hero and compare and contrast to other 
so-called anti-heroes. But we would love to know what you all think. 100%. I will leave it at this. The the definition on Wikipedia for anti-hero, and then we'll we'll move on. An anti-hero or anti-heroine is a main character in a story. We'll use Vader, Anakin Skywalker for this example, who lacks conventional heroic qualities and attributes such as idealism, courage, and morality. Although anti-heroes may sometimes perform actions that are morally correct, it is not always for the right reasons, often acting primarily out of self-interest or in ways that defy conventional ethical codes. So but, that's that's why I feel like Vader in the in the current picture that they are painting for him in the comic books and in 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 hopefully in the way that they go about with Obi-Wan, I think that they are I think he fits that definition in my opinion. All right. Well, we have here you go. We have a content piece for you now. We're going to I'm going to talk to Paul after the show. We're going to dive into this. I'll be sick. I like this. I, and I think a third a third guest to weigh in would yes, be really Yes, we definitely good. need someone else. I actually think Ben would be great for this because Ben read has read so much Joseph Campbell. Um, He's also very a lot philosophical. Of Joseph Cam- yeah, Joseph Campbell is what inspired Star Wars. So it would really be great. Um, ben has the inside track on that over Tim and I just to bring him in. So I'm going to talk to probably post-GCX we could do this uh, and have like a little roundtable discussion with Ben. We could do it in person in the studio with some scotch. We could. That'd Tim. be super fun. Yes. Love it. I have uh, Mike, Mike Thinks Aloud got us a bottle of Maker's Mark too on top of the other one. Uh, so we can um, we can break that open for that. So, yeah, there we go. Paul, write it down. Um, before we head out, I want to uh, one thing from the Obi-Wan trailer that uh, someone translated the Orbesh from his wanted poster. Oh. And it says, wanted Obi-Wan Kenobi offenses of high treason, bounty upon capture, 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 Tim. Exactly what you said. Capture. Yeah. They don't want him dead. No, he knows too much. What I want to know is how do they figure out that he's alive? I'm sure they'll give us that in the story. So the only thing I can think of is that they, the transmission that Obi-Wan was um, transmitting to all Jedi, it got intercepted. Anakin, Anakin maybe intercepted. No body. I mean, uh, they thought, I mean, like, they they all assumed that he fell and died. So, I mean, I guess you're right. Maybe they went dredging for it and they just couldn't find him. But, but I mean, Padme's ship leaves Mustafar. They don't know who's on it. Do they see it leave, though? No, but I'm the sure the only person that knew it. that Obi-Wan was on that planet was Anakin. So, I guess, I guess yeah, he just assumed tell the that he's still alive after that yeah, fight. Yeah, he walked away. He beat me. Good. Uh. <laughs> I never really thought about, and this is the whole thing. I never really thought about what happens with Anakin after he gets turned into Vader. Like, like what does he tell the Emperor? It could also be, um, what if Bale gets captured? I don't think. I don't think so. Because no, because he, he's in Rogue One. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's got to be a conversation. What if one of their Vader communications has. gets captured or intercepted? That's what I think. I think either the one where he's like, "This is Obi Wan Kenobi. The Jedi, the Jedi Temple has fallen." That that transmission when he's like, you know, stay hidden and and whatever. I think that gets. I that still gets. think Bale's been talking to Obi Wan during this. I know he says no communication, but I have a feeling that he's been at what, minimum. I have a feeling a message. I think from they Bale meet up. What like, if that planet that that Obi Wan goes to is the planet that he's been meeting up with Bail Organa? Dayu. Yeah, it could be. Or or Bell, you know, is like, you know, they're on to you. You need to get off tattooing and throw them off the scent or something like that. They have intergalactic pigeons. Because we know we know Yoda's not gonna 
There will be no Yoda in the show. Yoda has gone dark at this idea. point, and he ain't talking to anybody. Because they need pigeons. Yoda to go insane a little bit. They need so they got to give him time to go insane. He doesn't really go insane. Eh, he's not all. His faculties are not all there by the time Empire rolls around him. 900 years. You'll be crazy. You will. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, I mean, and I'll blame him. Like, he, he's still, you know, he's still Yoda and smart as a whip and, and you know, in touch with everything. Mine! But when you live alone on a on a swamp planet for a really long time with probably Qui-Gon the only person you're talking to. I don't know who you are. I'm Yoda! I don't know what you want. Ah, to die! I still think that Qui-Gon's going to be in the show. I don't care what I, No, I agree says. with you 100%. He I has to be. I think he's throwing us off the scent. Everybody is now. You know what? Everybody's like, I'm not in this and I'm not in that. You know what? I can't believe anybody. Everybody's in everything. I agree. I call bullshit on all of it. Yep. Thank Long you so you much Disney. for listening to episode 82 of Star Wars and Scotch. We appreciate you. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with episode 83. Paul, we have Around the Galaxy next week, right? Yeah, with Pete from Around the Galaxy. So Pete will be joining I us. We'll ask him, we can ask him some of these questions. Um, and he has a great podcast, too, uh, if you want to go check it out. Let's do a lightning round. Darth Vader, anti-hero or not? Off. Yes or no? Answer. Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Ten questions, go. Can we hit it with a lightning round as soon as we meet him? God, that'd be... What's that'd your Metaclorian count? That'd Trick be a really question. funny TikTok segment, is like walking around Batu and just walking up to people like Billy on the street does. I'm like do, Billy I'm, I mean, I am going, I am going there this weekend. Just walk up to random people. I guess this is like when COVID is a little bit more no, under control. No, but I could just but, go, but I could go to cast members and I could ask them. What's your Just walk up count? With, with your phone and be like, with, <laughs> quick, tell me. <laughs> Dude, I got to do this now. Okay. I'm going to plan some content for the weekend. My wife's going to hate it. <laughs> quick, tell me what, what. The difference between these two ships. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that would actually be a lot of fun. What's the difference between a chest and pit torn? Go! <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, the, 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 the eyes. Oh, red eyes, red eyes. That's literally in, the, in all of the throne books. That's all they say is like, are you some sort of weird Ben Torin or and he gets so annoyed <laughs> Something as like I would that. be. Anyway, thank you so much for episode. Uh, listening to episode 82. We'll be back next week with around the galaxy for episode 83. Make sure you head over to Kings and GCX slash tickets. Star Wars and Scotch will be live from the floor on GCX with Star Wars explained. Mark Thompson, and Sawyerism. Uh, you can check out Tim Darkness429 on Facebook, fb.gg slash Darkness429, Darkness429 everywhere else on the interwebs. Yes. Uh, and you can check me out, um, Kevin X Vision on Twitter and uh, at Rare Drop everywhere else. Uh, and if you want to interact with us on Facebook or Twitter, it's at Star Wars Scotch on Twitter and uh, Star Wars Scotch on Facebook. You have a great week. We'll see you next week. And may the force be with you. Always? Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.